morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, December 18th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today is Friday and we'll again be talking about Mary and her Magnificat. But before we begin, let's have a moment of prayer. Let us pray. Lord, you bring hope to the hopeless. You bring joy to those in despair. You bring peace when there is violence all around. May we be bearers of this good news and reflect on who you are this Advent season. Amen. Amen. Our reading today is from Luke's Gospel, the first chapter, verses 46 through 55. Again, this is the song that Mary sings when she meets with her cousin Elizabeth and kind of confirms that she is pregnant with um, the Son of God. Mary says, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So Tara, for our fun question, since the Magnificat is a song, what is the first song you remember listening to on repeat? I should first say that on repeat for an elderly person like myself means you move the needle of the record back and listen to the song again. Um, And my parents were huge Beatles fans, Uh so Rocky Raccoon, right? I listened to that over and over and over. It's on the Beatles' White Album. What about you? Oh, that's a way better one than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mine is a tie between two because I can't remember which one came earlier. One was my dad followed this local band called The Peacemakers, and they had a uh, song that... I can't even remember the title of it, but I listened to it repeatedly. And it was it was more of like one of those story songs uh-huh. where they kind of speak the uh, verses yeah, yeah. and then have a chorus. So that was one. And then the second one was a Phillips, Craig, and Dean song <laughs> <laughs> about the prodigal son called, I think it was called He Ran to Me. And like, I just became obsessed with it. I marvel at the wholesomeness <laughs> of your upbringing. I'm not even pulling that off in my own house. That is amazing. And, uh, my whole family hated that song by the end. But because, not Brett. But not Brett. Well, my whole family still loves Rocky Raccoon, so there you go. Different quality. Uh. But. <laughs> uh, to our scripture, 
Mary sings this song of hope, but she's just been given really alarming news. How does she move from fear to where she is with the Magnificat with this song? Yes, dear listener, she did not hear that she was pregnant as a virgin and immediately moved to singing songs of joy. Um, Well, first of all, we know a bit about the human condition, and we know that there must have been a sheer amount of terror. Um, Terror in terms of the supernatural, right? This claim that God is doing something in and with her. But also, like, just fear of her culture, of what it could mean to be pregnant before she was married. Yeah. I find it so interesting that the uh, biblical authors do not spend a lot of time on emotion Mm -hmm. because it wasn't a part of the culture at that time, I guess, to kind of tell us everything Mary felt. Yeah. But we do know from the text that there was some fear. And so she goes to this her most trusted person, which is her cousin. She went with haste. Yeah, she ran, people. (laughs) She ran to Elizabeth. And with Elizabeth, a couple of things happen. One is that Elizabeth says, yes, I know that this will happen. Mm -hmm. And then the child in her womb leaps. And so there's this combination of something supernatural that confirms it and her most trusted person. Yeah confirms that she too knows God is working. And I think that's where kind of the joy and the hope, Mary's no longer alone. She at least knows that Elizabeth will walk with her through this. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I was, I was just really, I've been really thinking about uh, Mary's response to the angel before she gets to Elizabeth, before she gets here and her, her response of, um, here I am, here servant I, of the Lord. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. And uh, and I think it's so incredible. We see lots of calling of people in, in the Old Testament, and some say, here I am, and some run away. I don't. I can't remember, so maybe I'll have to Google this and check, but I think this is the first time uh, we have a woman respond, here I am, uh, in, in Scripture. And it's... That's and significant. It's, and it's significant. It's this very, very young woman uh, with the burden of bearing the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And she responds to that. And I think that there is such a shift in our understanding of who God is in this very moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and who God's people are in this very moment. Um, that Mary becomes the first prophet uh, regarding the Son of God. Um, and I think that that is incredible. <laughs> yes. He, her reply goes down as just one of the most amazing and faithful. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And that doesn't disregard the fact of everything you just said, that she's probably terrified out of her mind, and that's why she's run. But it doesn't change her response to God. And that's the first, you know, one of the first things that the angel says to her is, don't be afraid, Mary. God is about to do this new and incredible thing. Mm -hmm. And so the ability to both be afraid and move forward in faith. Yeah. That's that's what we're called to, right? Yeah. We don't suspend the natural laws of what makes us worried or scared. We're just called to acknowledge and still move forward in faith. She says, you know, I think it, she says yes 
And then she's affirmed in her yes. And then she moves to the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can 1000% relate to that <laughs> of before I reach joy, I have to say yes. I have to recognize the call that's already been placed on my life from God. And I need it affirmed from someone. Mm-hmm. And then I can move to joy. Because before that, it's just scary. <laughs> Yes, I I do think um, I do think having those people who are listening with us to mm. where God is calling us and affirming us in a certain direction, I think that's the only way I can do it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever stepped out in faith in a big way without having those people in my life who also affirmed the gift and the call and and uh, built me up for that. Mm-hmm. Which takes uh, incredible acute hearing from them uh to yes. have their own uh spirit to you cultivate your spiritual life not just for you but so that you can be attuned to listen to be able to call and encourage someone else yep yep one of the first things i ever did in worship was i served as a liturgist i was a youth director on staff and i was the liturgist for several weeks while one of our ministers was out of town and many years later Um, Actually, when we were moving here to Huntsville, I was cleaning something out and I found Brian had saved the bulletin from the first time I was ever a liturgist. Uh And I took it to him and I said, why on earth would you have saved this? Because we had no idea. We had no idea where this was going to go. And he said, you're right. I didn't have any idea, but I know that you looked at home up there. And he kept it. And... um, he has made me better at taking risks on behalf of God than anyone. To close today, here's a quote from Victor Hugo. Music expresses that which cannot be put into words and that which cannot remain silent. Mm. Amen. And we are thankful for an incredible music director that helps us do that. Who speaks when the preacher can. (laughs) Yes. Thank you all for joining us today. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.